0: Okay, everybody, welcome to uh, Astros Baseball. I'm your host, Rob Fontenot. Joining me tonight, my good buddy and former co-host, H-Town Wheelhouse. Welcome back to the show, buddy.
1: Man, Rob, thanks for having me on. You know, um, a lot of things have happened um, since we've officially talked on air. Um, I did notice that you recently hit Seventy thousand listens on your podcast, man. Congratulations on that. That's awesome. Thank you.
0: I'm looking forward to getting that one hundred thousand.
1: Well, hey, man. Um, you know It might
0: take me about five thousand shows, but I'm gonna get to it.
1: You know, that's okay. I mean, we're not like we're not like John Boy. We don't need to drum up like fake videos to get listeners. I mean, it's this is a purely organic show, people. So if you're a new listener, Rob's a great guy to follow. I mean, I, I do podcasts, but I'm always trying to get on his level. So thanks for having me on again, bud. I appreciate it. So the other day, I had asked you to
0: be on. It was like last Sunday or something, right?
1: Right. Yes, sir.
0: But I had a guest that would be more exciting and better than you. Well, and guess what happened? What happened? He backed out. No. Yes. And it was going to be awesome. And I haven't advertised it yet because I don't want to put it out there and it never happened. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it is going to be amazing. Maybe I'm overselling it to myself because I'm excited about it. But I mean, I'm pretty well, you might find out who it is.
1: Okay, okay,
0: You might find out who it is here. So I don't know. It might not happen still. But is it going on with me and this other person
1: is pretty cool. Is it Carlos Correa's form of Seuss? No.
0: Dang it. What are those short, short pants things people wear? Jumpers or rompers? Jump, uh, it's Carlos Correa's romper. <laughs> Let's, speaking of Carlos Correa.
1: Yes, sir. Let's talk.
0: You have any problem with him doing them stupid dances and whatever at his wedding?
1: Um, are people just stupid? Dude. I I think everybody's probably done some sort of stupid dance at their wedding throughout the years. But I think the fact that Carlos Correa and the way that he's kind of rubbed Houston fans the wrong way with his fiance, now wife, being online. And I just think the whole persona of him is annoying. Although I'm sure in person, he's a great guy. I know a lot of my friends who have met him and said he's always a gentleman. But I think he's just... I think he's just playing the role. He's just, he's just a young baseball player. I mean, he's not even out of his early 20s yet. Um, he probably hasn't experienced a whole lot because all he's done is played baseball his whole life. So this stuff's probably all kind of new to him, to be honest. He, he kind of looks like a newbie when it comes to celebrating a little bit. Have you
0: – I can't even remember where I saw it at, but I saw a story on Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. They showed it on AT&T, I believe. I mean, that kid woke up, went to school, came home, got his dad, played baseball until it was bedtime.
1: Yeah. no, Day
0: in, day out. That's all he did. And then when, as he got older, he just joined those teams, and that's all he did every day is play baseball. And I don't think he was exposed to the normal childhood or the normal things that you and I went through. So that's why he's a weirdo.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, you know, it's 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 kind of like when um Oprah tries to give you advice on raising kids. You know, it's like, uh like where's the connection? So Carlos Cray is probably not going to be teaching any um merengue classes or Zumba classes <laughs> or I don't know What kind of dancing they do in Puerto Rico, flamenco dancing? I don't know. But, you know, I mean, hey, the guy's having fun. He got married. You know, I'm like, I wasn't one of the people on Twitter bagging on the guy for, for like dancing like that because I'm like, the dude just got married. Chill out. But they're like, he literally got married in the courthouse and did a destination wedding. They were like, they were like, someone goes, is he from Beaumont? (laughs) And I was like, that thought was the best. So, yeah, he's been getting a lot of shade from people. Um, and did you notice that there weren't a lot of his teammates at the wedding? Is that the picture I saw? I think Chirinos was there. I had a little fun
0: game with my wife. Okay. I, I, had, I tried to get her to pick all the guys. And she picked every one of them out except some guy on the right that was probably like a bullpen catcher or a non-player because I didn't even know who he was. Oh, uh, It's
1: probably um, Brockamonte. That's who, That
0: would have been my guess. If yeah. we've been playing for money, that would have been my guess. Okay. The only one she couldn't pick out, and unless I'm totally wrong, which I highly doubt, is uh, Machete. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he, she could not pick out Machete without a uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean.
1: And I could, I could
0: be wrong. Maybe that wasn't him, but I, I would have bet money that that was him.
1: Right. No. Yeah. He was there. Tony Kemp was there. Kempin, you know Kempin ain't easy now. Tony Kemp looked like he had been. I bet you he's. I mean, he's probably one of the cleaner guys in the MLB, but I'm pretty sure he's done quite a bit of partying on, on in in his yeah. in his MLB days. All right, let's move
0: on. Yes, Ricardo sir. Carlos Correa. You know, let me. We're going to talk about Correa again
1: later. Yeah, we will because I've got some definite things that I, some some things I think we need to look at with him and yes right yeah i got that okay. so
0: i have some questions from long time listener mark you very loyal listener and oh that was a good question okay i'll think of maybe, maybe i can think about it Uh will you give up there you go all right so i have stuff on the screen questions from mark you and I was going to try to address them, but a lot of them are going to be addressed anyway. Okay. Uh, but let's start with his first one. Let's just start with this one. Okay? All right. Number one, what – I told him I was talking to you, and he was pretty happy. Oh, awesome. or are you going to be on the show? So what does Cole's departure to the Yankees mean to the balance of power in the American League? Are the Astros no longer projected
1: AL winner for 2020? You start. Okay, I think that it automatically tips the scales if you go into opening day with the rosters as they are. Um, And that's not just because of Cole, but I think that's because of the bullpens in comparison. Overall, right now, the Yankees have the best bullpen. So that, I think, gives them a slight edge. Now, the Astros still have the lineup. We still have a solid one, two, three. But they're going to limit LMJ's innings quite a bit. Um, I think McCullers doesn't have a huge leash because of his coming back from Tommy John. And with right now not knowing who they're going to sign, if they're going to re-sign Will Smith, what they're going to do, I think offensively they're fine. It's Will just Hanks. okay. Yeah, what I say? Will Smith. Yeah. I'm sorry. I turned. <laughs> See, in, everybody turned does in, it. And, yeah, I. I everybody John it. Smoltz there, or or yeah, Joe. Everybody Buck. does it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So it's okay. So I think to make it to make a long story short, um, I really think the Yankees are now the favorite just because they signed Cole and because of their bullpen. But I don't know that that means that they win it. I mean, Rob, we had Garrett Cole last year. And we didn't win it. We had Garrett Cole the year before, and we didn't win it. So, not to not Garrett Cole because he's. Probably... This is asking who the AL winner will be, not World Series. Oh, oh, the AL winner. I think, yeah, I think the Yankees jump to the favorite. I think the Astros still contend. I think the Red Sox aren't even there. I think someone
0: I... posted on Twitter that the Astros are still the favorite according to. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I said.
1: See. Even after they
0: sign Garrett Cole. I don't know how.
1: See, in my opinion, because Garrett Cole automatically, you lose 20 wins right there. I think you lose 20 wins. So they've got to be replaced by somebody, which they may. Yeah,
0: well, you lose 20 wins. Right. And maybe they pick up someone that can get 12.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: True. Something like that. Yeah. Well, you lose 20. And if, like you said, Lance McCullers is on a pitch count. He's not going to pick up twenty unless he goes twenty and zero. Exactly. So you're right. They got to find him twenty wins. Uh, Urquidy,
1: Urquidy, as good yeah. As he
0: is, I think he can get twenty wins. Uh, what do you throw a uh, one hitter in the in the in the World Series? Exactly. I think it's possible. That guy's No, amazing. yeah.
1: I mean, I mean, I just, I just think right now with the players they have right now and the holes they haven't addressed, you got to give the Yankees the upper hand. I don't think the Astros are like automatically out of it. They're probably one in 1A, to be honest.
0: All right. So let's, ad- let's address this. Okay. I think that question has been answered. You think the Yankees are the new balance of power, but it's close. Yes. And you do not think the Astros are the projected AL winners for 2020. I,
1: I just, I, I honestly think even if the Astros bolster their bullpen and do whatever, makes some surprise move. I just I think the media and the talking heads may go with the Yankees just because um, but that to me is better for the Astros. I would want the Yankees to be the favorite cuz then the Astros don't have that expectation on their back anymore and there's a lot less pressure on them I think.
0: How how much pressure is on Garrett Cole?
1: Oh god, going i going to
0: New York. I don't cuz this is my next topic of the conversation yeah. right here. How do you feel about Garrett Cole going
1: to New York? Well, it absolutely – dude, it made me sick to my stomach. and um, It pissed I, me off. Dude. Anywhere but there. Dude, anywhere. And I would still like him. I started thinking about that Sarah McLaughlin song. They, they, they play on those, like, Abused Animal videos. And oh, it's, God. you know, and it's like I, – I was, like, playing when, like, my son and I went to go meet him to get his autograph. And, like, I was playing that in slow motion. Like, I <laughs> I think I almost started crying – a little bit. Um, I had a, I had a Yankees fan on Twitter going, Hey man, can I get one of those Cole 45 jerseys? I said, yeah, I would love to send you an Astros shirt. You want one? And, um, uh, because I have, you know, I made the Cole 45 logo t-shirt and sold a few of them made a few bucks off of Cole. But, um, he like asked for one. I was like, you're such a jerk. I was like, no. And he goes, we're going to make Cole jerseys like that. I was like, y'all were never the 45s. You can't do it. So I was, I don't know. I was, I was, I was kind of depressed. I was, um, I was, I was looking depressed. Were you depressed days. that he's not going to be on the team or because of where he went? I think both. I think, I think that he left. Um, and, I
0: already, I well, already knew he wasn't coming. Same. Okay. I, I knew it. Okay. I knew it. So I'm not upset about it. But see, I'm upset of where he went. but see, He went to enemy number one and I was mad.
1: Well, Rob, you're talking to the guy that in that in ninth grade, when he found out that the girl he took to homecoming was like dating one of his friends the next day. And I went home. I played like the like Michael Bolton when a man loves a woman album and just remember being so I'm like I'm like a hopeless romantic like like I was like, Cole, you're my dude, man. I mean, I feel like he like he like backstabbed me like I told him. Dude, I'll even start a GoFundMe account to help pay for your like, contract, and he didn't. So is that
0: what's hurting so bad is because you met him and fell in love with him? Oh,
1: man. I, I guess it was like love at first sight. It's kind of weird. <laughs> that's dude, what it is. It you, is. And you
0: got a man crush. Just switch to the Yankees, oh, and, you, and you'll get oh over
1: God. it. Oh, yeah. And then what? Is like Satan now going to become my savior? No, dude. That's like I can't do that, man. So, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I'm not
0: attached to uh, Garrett Cole at all. No, I
1: understand that. I I knew he
0: was leaving, and I was already prepared for it, but I was prepared for him to be in L.A.
1: Yeah. I'm not
0: prepared for him to be with the jerks that call us cheaters (laughs) over and over and over, and now they think they're the best because they went out and got...
1: Yes, they went and cherry picked from the champions. How can you talk
0: it. all that garbage? And I'm talking about the Twitter guys. Oh yeah. How can you they're talk all of this, John Boy? People like that. How can you talk all this garbage about the Astros, calling them the Trashros and that they're cheaters and all of them are cheaters and they're no good and this and that? And then you spend three hundred and what I don't even know what it was three forty six.
1: Three hundred and twenty-four million, I believe, it was.
0: for nine years. Garrett That's Cole crazy. will be thirty-eight years old. Yeah, making thirty-six million. It, it won't even be a lot of money in ten years.
1: No, it won't.
0: To be honest with you, it won't be.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I. So, I don't know if you heard about this. Did you Did you hear about this um, about this thirty-foot um, New York Yankees logo like thing that they only pull out? for, like, big signings. Um, have you have you heard about this thing? No. Okay. So the Yankees um, have apparently some large, um, like, 30-foot thing that is, like, it's basically, like, a home plate with the NY, like, etched in it, and it projects some, like, 3D image of Yankee Stadium – and it showed, and they had this iPad to give to the player, and it shows details on all their 27 World Championships. And they did this like crazy presentation at Garrett Cole's house, and they said Garrett Cole and his wife were like impressed with the presentation. Um, and I was like, "What? Like, dude, they pulled out the big stops." And um, I was gonna tell you this, um, a friend of mine helps run a baseball facility in Houston and Andy Pettit is one of the cap. It it is one of the um, coaches. Andy kind of disappeared. They knew he had gone out of town, but he didn't say why. They didn't know where he was until he's coming back. He Hmm. was flown out to California to go visit with Garrett Cole. So, Hmm. okay. So it was a 30 pound gizmo. It's this mysterious thing. That they bring out only for like free agents who they're trying to really sign and impress, and apparently mm-hmm. it's shaped like a home plate and it's got NY and it, but it does display like Yankee Stadium in, like 3D, kind of like Iron Man bullcrap. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, they like they went all out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I, I was also surprised because he seems like the, you know,
0: I like the scruffy beard and the, yeah. the fluffy hair in the back. But you know thirty six million bucks God. sign me up because I personally I think that all those Yankee guys with their clean shaven faces look like lunatics, <laughs> they all look crazy to me. I was going to say something worse, but i'm not
1: well i think i I think it fits Brett Gardner. I think it fits Aaron judge because he's kind of a he's kind of a baby face type of character, you know he looks like that chiseled muscle dude. But yeah. yeah, I remember when Johnny Damon went to them, and he like had the beard and the long hair, and I mean, just yeah, he went from Captain Caveman, and then he had to go over there. Oh yeah, well he was you know way overpaid, but you know when he went to Boston, and then but yeah, I, I just yeah, I just I'm like, come on, New York, it's it's a little it's a little cheesy, um, because I'm sorry, Garrett Cole, I was like, what did y'all what did y'all do to my Garrett Cole man? Like he used to look awesome and fierce, and now he looks like a like he's 21 and you know fresh out of high school i mean he i mean he doesn't he doesn't look he doesn't look himself but oh well i guess i would probably do the same thing um, if i was him yeah
0: me too i don't know i I had read a story today and someone showed me how much tax that he's gonna have to pay and that he probably could have went to
1: the rangers or somewhere that didn't have a state tax and made the same amount now have you have you seen the reports that the Astros offered him 7 years 250 million? No. Yeah, I saw that now. I can't find a like a super reliable source to confirm it, but I've seen it in three or four different places that the Astros actually did make him an offer and that would have given him 37 million. Um Jesus. Yeah, so I he just le- he left for two extra years? Well, but see, and see, to pay see, state taxes? Now, I mean, the Astros aren't saying that. Those are like people like reliable sources close to the Astros. Like that could be someone talking in a pub. I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? If they would have did that,
0: you could kiss George Springer. Goodbye.
1: Oh yeah, I think. Oh yeah, I think you do that. Springer's gone and um, We would
0: be the We would be the new Cleveland Indians. <laughs> Remember when the Cleveland Indians had this Amazing Cy Young uh, rotation, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but they had no offense. That's right. how we would be. Yeah, you know, I just we'd have a hundred and forty million dollars wrapped up in our three starting pitchers, and that we wouldn't have any
1: money to spend on anybody. Hey, I'm writing an article on, and that's that's a portion of my article talking about um, mm, maybe mm. why why did the Astros um, why did the Astros Offer him that if, if they did offer him. Was it just a consolation prize to say we offered him something? so they don't, Maybe. So they don't piss off the fan base or Rob or Brett. I, I'm not <laughs>
0: mad. I, I knew they weren't going to get him.
1: I'm not mad. I'm just looking I'm just
0: mad where he went. Yeah, These me too. It
1: sucks. It sucks.
0: Guys are super jerks. So. I, I've been so mad at New York Yankees. They have overtaken the Rangers as my number one hated team. And he ends up going there, yep, you're welcome. We made you better, strong made you better Yep. and and I feel like you're you're saying you're a free agent, not wearing your Astro hat after the game, distancing yourself from the Astros right after the World Series, and then going to the Yankees. You're dead to
1: me, man, I'm just wondering – Garrett Cole's your love boy, and he's dead to me. So we're in two well, different places. Well, I'm just wondering if I'm getting a free counseling session after this. I'm already getting depressed. I think I'm angry, and you're staring out the
0: window, <laughs> and it's raining, <laughs> and you're drawing hearts on the window. That's what you're doing. I'm
1: that. I'm that. That's what you're doing. I'm that girl from from the from the Twilight movies when she's torn between a werewolf and a in a in a And a vampire. (laughs) Okay,
0: that's 20 minutes on that first question. Oh, wow. We've got three of them. Okay, my bad. that's, I mean, we're going to be here all day. I mean, it's a great show. It's a great show. I mean, maybe we, I don't know. Maybe we come back tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, Let's do this one real quick. What do you expect the MLB penalties to be for the Astros? Best case scenario versus worst. I'll go first. go first. Best case scenario. Um... Best case scenario is a fine and a suspension for the coach and maybe the GM. That's what I think if if they take it easy on us. Okay. The worst thing they'll do is all of that, maybe uh uh Hinch, lifetime Hinch and 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 Luno, lifetime bands. Mm. And uh I don't know. I mean, that's it. I mean, you talk about <laughs> this this uh, people wanting to take them out of the playoffs, a like playoff restriction, and I said this isn't college football. Yeah. Uh, taking the World Series trophy away from that's them. That's stupid. I mean, I don't think any of this stuff is going to do. So the, the best case and the worst case are almost the same for me. I mean, it's just a fine I, I think the the best and worst is maybe what's going to happen to the coaches.
1: Yeah, I think you have to look at um, if you look at other sports and other violations. If you remember the scandal with the Saints and the the defensive coordinator and handing out like bonuses for like taking out quarterbacks and all that stuff. When they right. when they basically kicked that guy Greg Schiano, whatever his name was, they kicked him out for I don't know a few years and then. Sean Payton was like I think I think he was suspended for a whole season yeah. um from the Saints. I I think more than likely it's going to be either a half season ban. I think best Did, case I think let best me case. Ask case you this. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Did Sean Payton know about it? Or he just
1: got in trouble because he was the coach? I think he got in trouble. I think – I don't know if they ever established that he had common knowledge of it. Because I, I think the penalty will all
0: depend on
1: if, now, if
0: Hinch is the ringleader.
1: Now, if Hinch – I think Beltran. Right, I think Beltron's the ringleader of all this. I, I think – yeah, I, I think that you're going to see some sort of suspension for Beltron too. I mean, you know – and Cora. And okay, I don't know if I can do a best or worst case. I just think something's gonna happen. Um I think Hinch gets some sort of suspension. Lunau possibly, and I think they possibly take some draft picks in the future. Um I've I I understand the speculation of if they want to scare the you know what out of everybody else that that is doing this, that they'll make the fines really difficult. But I don't know, I mean, I don't think they can come down too hard on them because. Oh, you
0: have the uh, international pool money as well.
1: Exactly. Oh, no. OK, I forgot about that. So there's another thing. So, they can do. So I think they could they could suspend or ban the management or coaches. They could also take that money and take draft picks. And you don't even worry about taking the 2017 championship away because you, you do all that other stuff. Um but mlb O B's gotta be careful they could do a death penalty type um type of consequence like like, like SMU had and they've never been the same. And I don't know that they want to reckon. What would a death market. penalty be? A death penalty, I think, would like be like not
0: let them draft for five years. Yeah,
1: like like extend that, not letting them draft. Um
0: maybe that banning hits, banning scenario. Yeah,
1: I think banning the GM, banning the manager, and then um yeah, I just but but why would but why would MLB want to do that? Be, I mean Houston's Houston's not it's not a small market team. It's not New York, LA, but it's still a pretty I mean we've become one of the faces of baseball. So I don't I don't know. Let man. me ask
0: you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. This is my problem with all this deal and why I always stick up for myself uh as far as protecting the Astros and this argument with these idiot Yankee fans. Um How can the Boston Red Sox, in the same season, 2017, get fined because they got busted using Apple Watches to send information to the hitters? Right. All they got was fined. Yeah. Um, How can anyone expect the MLB to fairly give us some kind of death penalty?
1: Well, when maybe. they they only
0: got a fine. It's just not fair. Unless it's all three years. Well, if they've been doing yeah. this for three years and they're only good because they've been cheating, and two thousand seventeen is the most ridiculous year to believe it because we're better on the road, but I mean right. I, I don't know how bad it could get. I, I just don't see it happening that bad, but I'm gonna be shocked.
1: Yeah, I mean, I honestly the fact that they're being so tight lipped about it. It worries me a little bit, but then it also makes me wonder if they're trying to really find something significant. So, I mean, I hate to use they probably a term, feel the
0: pressure, yeah, fill in the pressure. Well, to do something. I
1: hate to use the term witch hunt, but I kind of think the Astros are being singled out because I'm pretty sure the Astros aren't the other, only team that's done this. Doesn't no, make they're it not. It doesn't make it right, and I'm not like okay. It's like well, it, it it's okay because we, you know. We do it; it's okay because they do it. That's that's not my point. Or, or you know, what about them? You know, what about isms? I'm not saying what about the. You know, I'm just like, I don't, I don't. The league doesn't want this to be a league wide issue, Rob. Because if it is, you will want the steroid era back as baseball. Because at least in the steroid era, you were making money hand over fist from the home run. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just. I think this is more widespread than the Astros. I'm just afraid that because it's Houston, they're going to they're gonna put the screws to them. And I, I hate I think, that. I
0: think uh, people are going to be uh, – I think the Astros are going to get on national TV a lot this year because I think people are going to be hate-watching <clears> them. And that's a term that I learned uh, not too long ago, that the, nobody cares about the Astros. That's why they play early games in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and it's not – they're not such a big market, but they're not hated yet. Right. Like, I, I, my explanation of that was I watched the Rangers games. And my wife's like, why are you watching this? And I was like, because I hate them and I want to see them lose. Mm. And that's how the Astros are going to be. People are going to watch them and they're going to want them to lose. I don't care if everybody hates us. I, I think
1: it's kind of cool. Right. No, yeah, that's fine. We can be the evil empire yeah but, once, it's, I guess.
0: but it's pretty bad it's, it's pretty bad though I mean people are letting us have it and it seems like the Yankees they're the biggest crybabies out of all of them
1: oh they and
0: they got caught using a dugout phone for cheating, but they're not cheaters right like no, it was misuse of a dugout phone okay what were you doing with it? what were you doing with the dugout phone right were you sticking it in your rear I mean what's misuse? you were relaying information from the bullpen to the dugout. Right, that's what you were doing, but it doesn't specify what they were doing. I mean, what else could it be? What else could you get fined for misusing the dugout phone?
1: Right. I don't know if it's a dugout phone or the board. I don't know. Phone. Maybe they, maybe they were, maybe they were calling, calling for delivery, and they accidentally called DiGiorno. I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who DiGiorno knows? <laughs> nice, good transition, Thank you. dude. Thank that's you. like that's like ESPN and Fox Sports One level stuff, bro. Yeah, good job. So anyway, I'm yeah. going to
0: take a break. Yeah, man. When we hit the 50 mark. Sounds good. So you've got I'm going to give you 40 seconds okay. if you got anything else to add to this.
1: All right. I I think I think some of this might be much do about nothing. Um, I think the reason why they've scoured 70 something thousand emails is because they haven't found anything yet. You don't look over that many emails and have something. You know what I'm saying? I just I think it's a witch hunt. And I think they have it out for the Astros and they're going to make an example out of them if they're able to. I totally agree. That is a very good point.
0: So we will take a quick break for, for a word from our sponsor. You're listening to Astros baseball with special guest H town wheelhouse. We'll be right back folks. (laughs) we're back okay let's go to question number three and i want to thank mark you for sending me these three questions that are going to take me and wheelhouse an hour to answer
1: thank you mark you thank you, you mark mark you you are you are the man
0: did you ever see i don't know if i posted it on twitter but i went to the astros game on father's day and mark you and another listener, Grady. They've been listening the whole time. I mean, like when I had like 30 listeners, and they stuck around the whole time. And you know, now I reached 70,000. We already talked about that. <laughs> and we all met up on on I think it was Father's Day. And we all got the Hawaiian shirts. And we took a picture together. That was a cool moment to be able to meet someone that listens to the podcast. And I feel like these guys are my friends. And they've been and just like you, I've never even met you personally. You're you know, a good friend of mine.
1: I hear it. You know, I was there at that game as well. Come on. I was, You didn't dude. find
0: us? That's nuts.
1: I was there. N- neither one of my kids wanted to go with me, so I went by myself. <laughs> All right. Getting to question number
0: three here on the – I was going to say the second hour, but second half hour. Let's call there it that. Here on, this, here on the second half of Astros baseball – with special guest, H-Town Wheelhouse. Uh, truth to the rumors of us trading Correa or Reddick. I thought I said and Reddick, because what I saw, they were, they were paired together. Yes. With, they were paired together to Cincinnati for Luis Castillo. And I think there may have been another guy. I don't know. But I was just interested in that picture. If true, what would we realistically
1: hope to gain? From these trades, well, if it was for Castillo, this guy with some people are saying could be a younger version of what Cole is. Um, that he has got amazing velocity. He's got great control, and he's on the he's on the middle part of his twenties. I mean, he's like twenty four, twenty five. I don't know. I don't know his age, but. I do know that if you could get someone like that, um, a front end starter that's up and coming and pair him with Justin Verlander with the pitching coach, I don't see why you wouldn't do it. I think the biggest linchpin in that rumor is if it was Correa and Reddick, is would the Reds really be willing to take on Reddick's salary? Because the Astros would have to eat a portion of that, but the Reds, I believe, would be credited as having that salary on their cap space. I don't know where they are in the in the league cap space uh market but um i i think i'm hearing i've heard that that's a lot more rumor than actual truth um but i did hear i mean what did you think rob have you have you heard anything from any confirmed sources i'm hearing it's more like fantasy baseball type chatter than actual like this was going to go down well
0: i saw it on twitter and like, I don't know if it's true. You wait for the big the big dogs right. to say that it's true. But when I read it and I saw it, I said, you've got Josh Reddick, who is owed $13 million, and I think Correa is going to make good money. And he only played like 78 games last year. And somebody had posted something about his war or one of those fancy stats compared to the greats shortstops of recent memory. Right. And he's up there with the top five. Not I mean, I've been on Correa's bandwagon forever. He's
1: an amazing player. But he's always hurt. No, he is. I mean, you know, Rob, when when he's healthy, I think he's hands down easily one of the top three shortstop in in MLB. Defensively, yeah. offensively, elite talent. If um, he
0: could play all year, I wouldn't trade him for anyone. Well.
1: Okay, here's the deal. The Astros, I don't think, should trade him right now. If they're going to trade him, this is what they need to hope for. They need to hope that Carlos Correa has an MVP-type season, stays healthy, then his value skyrockets. He has one more year of club control. Trade him while he's hot and while his value is high, and then let somebody else pay him for nine and then let him test the free agent market from some other team. Because more than likely, he's going to test the free agent market because he's only getting paid nine this year he's only going to get paid 9 next year unless there's some um arbitration or whatever next year for his for the last year of his well there will be if they
0: can't agree on it true true
1: but it you know so i'm just saying but like,
0: how do you how do you uh how do you go in there in arbitration and say i deserve 15 million and then the team's just gonna go, dude. You you only played seventy eight games. You you missed like forty percent of your career already, right? So well, I would be for it. I would be. I would be for it. You what? You and before, here's why. You'd be for trade them now. Here's why. Okay. Reddick is a waste of space and a waste of thirteen million. You and I, we don't know about Luis Castillo, but the bonus of having a guest on the show is I can look stuff up while you're talking. <laughs> Excellent. Luis Castillo is pre arbitration. Okay. He will
1: not be a free agent until 2024. See, I just see I just don't think the Reds would go for that because the Reds have made moves, Rob, to to bolster not only their bullpen but their lineup. So they're I think they're trying to be more of a win now team than a win later. And to me, why would you why would you get rid of one of the one of the up and coming like hot pitchers in the league? For A, for Carlos Correa, who isn't healthy, and B, for Josh Reddick? It sounds like a crappy package. I it mean, does. I'm gonna. He is, he had a
0: 4.4 war last year, 15 and eight, 3.4 ERA, which is decent. Uh, he started 32 games, he pitched 190 innings, 226 strikeouts, and a 1.14 whip, which isn't amazing. So he's not an amazing player. But this right here, this dude, this is who the Astros turn into Garrett Cole.
1: Yeah, no, I, I can't yeah. remember
0: what Cole's numbers was, but this is about what he was when we got him.
1: No, so and I,
0: I was excited about it, and I don't know why the Reds would do it. Well, not for stupid Reddick, and one year, what what is it, one or two years of Carlos yeah, Correa?
1: Yeah, you may have two to, years, right? Yeah, you may have. That to, maybe
0: isn't that a win now? You've yeah, got, you've got a guy with a 3.40 ERA and a 114 WHIP, or you can bring in one of the top three shortstops in baseball for a couple of seasons. True, I think maybe that's why I'm talking myself into it now. Yeah, I I think it's good for both now because the Astros ha- can move uh, Bregman over as all you know, and we've got Toro right there waiting.
1: Well, I I had I had heard that we had um, that there was some discussion about um, about Wilson. Um, Contreras, yeah, Contreras, w- yeah, the
0: catcher from the Cubs, yeah, Wilson
1: Contreras and one other guy from the Cubs for Reddick and Correa. But I just, I don't know, man. I just Reddick's going to be really hard to get rid of, and I, I really think, I Redick, think that's why
0: they're throwing yeah. in uh, Correa.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I thought
0: they, I think, I, I was seeing all these rumors, right, and it seems like they're like trying to make this trade for Correa and Reddick. To open up 25 million bucks.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, the Mets have now been discussed. Um, You know, the Mets uh, GM is good friends with A.J. Hinch. Um, So there's that. Like, what Um, would
0: you say about this? I don't know how much this guy will cost, but he's the number four free agent on this list that I have. Third baseman, Josh Donaldson. Move uh, Bregman over. Sign this guy. With the money you freed up for this trade for Castillo, who's not even arbitration eligible, so he makes 600 grand. I mean, maybe they're trying to free up somebody so they can sign somebody like this.
1: Right, true. Um, but like, so Josh Donaldson, how, how old is he? I think he's 70. <laughs> no, I don't
0: know. I'd have to look it up. He's, he's, he's got to be like 35 to 37. You're like, he's
1: 70,000 followers. (laughs) I'm going to look it up. How old do you think he is? Oh, oh, you looked it up. I I just looked it up. I'm sorry. How old do you think he is? Okay, how old do you think he is? 37. Well, he was born in 85. I cannot do the math. (laughs) And my phone's being used. Hey, I'm a history teacher, not a math teacher.
0: 85. And ninety five is ten. Two thousand and five is twenty. Two thousand fifteen is thirty five. He's almost forty.
1: Uh yeah, we don't need him. All right. right? Yeah, yeah. 95. Last
0: season, last season, a hundred. He had six point one more. Hundred forty two hits. Thirty seven home runs. Ninety four RBIs. Yeah, you don't want
1: that guy. Yeah, production's there, but For one I'm season? hearing. Well, you know, he uh, apparently the Rangers were all over him, and they, they were, he was priced out of their market. They didn't want to spend for him. And I don't uh, recall the Rangers having a big payroll right now, to be honest. Yeah. So I don't know what you know they're what? asking for him. I, I'll tell you this. I'm just
0: going to throw this in since you talked about the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, they traded Nomar Mazara. What? To the White Sox.
1: Yes. Oh, wait.
0: When did that happen? like a couple of days ago. How did I not hear about that? I didn't either. I was scrolling through rumors oh, to see Oh,
1: I see that.
0: No Marmazarma. Apparently that? he's he's not panning out, but they traded him.
1: Man, that dude that dude was scary time he got up to the plate.
0: He was. But he I guess he he was just like a twenty home run hitter and they expected more out of him. But the White Sox are going after it.
1: Dude, I'm telling you man, the White Sox are gonna be are going to be Kind of surprisingly good this year. They
0: signed Grandall for like crazy money. The Astros are never going to pay, so we're not getting an upgrade at catcher this year.
1: Dude, he hit two sixty eight. He had an OPS of seven eighty six this year. He hit nineteen home runs. I mean, one hundred and fifteen hits. That's not like that's not like a world beater, but yeah, the dude's average. He had twenty 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 and nineteen home runs. I mean, like, I think there's a
0: possibility. I, I think what I had read is this is his last year of team control.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And
0: the two guys that, that they traded him for are minor leaguers, So, they're not, they're not ready to go. So, I think oh, the I White see. Sox is just trying to win now.
1: Okay, that makes sense. And
0: the Rangers are like, all right, we give up on this guy. He's not our future. So, wow. I, I mean, that's the kind of deals you see nowadays. It's, if yeah. you look at it from both sides, it's the White Sox are spending cash Ola. Because they signed uh, their first baseman.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did. A break. They yeah. gave
0: him a big contract, so they're spending money. Yeah, they're not true. getting these big pitchers that everybody thought. They didn't get either of those two big free agents last year. Who's the biggest free agent this year? I had the list. I had was Anthony Rendon. Rendon, and I had I had heard rumors he was going to go to Texas, and he ended up going. To the Angels. Yep, the Angels. So so what do you think that does for the Angels?
1: Um, I think it gives them another almost $300 million player that can hit the heck out of the ball, but it doesn't give them any more pitching to help them win because you can't win with offense, but you can win with pitching. 05, the Astros got to the World Series because of their pitching solely. They had zero offense that year. I mean, none. Um, The Angels are going to have a great lineup, but if their pitchers can't hold the opposing team, I don't care how many home runs or triples or MVPs that Trout wins or gold gloves that Rendon wins. The Great players. Otani, great player. But at the end of the day, like, even if they get Ryu or another pitcher, I think the Angels just locked up second place in the AL West. Until someone dethrones the Astros, I don't see. I don't see. I see them in Oakland competing for second place. So you talked about Ryu. He is
0: number eight on my list. Is that that's not money? Astros are going to go after, right?
1: I mean, I don't think so. I just the Astros have never signed a big time p- pitcher to a long term deal, um, and they obviously didn't do it with Cole. So if they didn't do it with Cole. Why would they do it with Ryu? Ryu had a very good year. No, he did. No, he's da- great Dallas
0: pitcher. Keuchel's right under him at ten. He's still out there. That could be a possibility. That would be kind of sweet. But I was always kind of like tired of Keuchel. I think I had. I was kind of like had my feel
1: of him here. I was ready for him to go. Yeah, but, I, don't, I don't. see. I don't. I don't think they would bring Keuchel back. I. Th- I think there was too much. Um. I think there was too much tension at the end when he left. Um especially now with this with this cloud hanging over them not to not to beat the dead horse with the whole with the whole you know alleged cheating scandal you know well, he was have, on that team so I had
0: brought that up on my last podcast okay, if the free agents signing may be going slow, mm-hmm. maybe that's why you hear trade rumors with the Astros, because maybe people don't want to go there and and I was talking about Torinos mostly. Because I'm just wondering, like, why don't they just sign Torino's and get it over with? Yeah. Unless they make a trade for the uh, White Sox backup, Uh, McCann. I think that would be a good trade. But, like, I was wondering why are they waiting on signing Torino's? I think he's perfect. He's uh, Verlander's uh, backup catcher. I mean, his Verlander's personal catcher. Yeah. I heard that he was talking to the Rangers. But they, they, like, shut the door on him the year before that. Why would you go there?
1: Right. No, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think that he's someone the Astros could like, could, like, easily sign if they just engage with talks. If they just engage him a little bit, I don't think he would be hard to sway, you know? So do you think that they could just blow him off?
0: Or do you think they kind kind of string him on while – how would you think he would feel if they if they know they're shopping and they're like, "All right, dude, we'll we'll take you,
1: we'll take you back." Yeah, I think um, I don't know, man. Torino seems like a pretty seems like a pretty humble guy, personally. Yeah, um, and he's he knows that he is one of the top free agents out there. Um, for catching wise, there's not really anybody else out there that's that's really worth a darn. Um, yeah, now, the, I, the closest one to him is Castro, and that's another. But he Castro's possibility. I think he's going to do kind of what Marwan Gonzalez did. Marwan Gonzalez had a career year, um, left, got signed away on a pretty good deal, and really hasn't done anything since then. I think Torino's is hoping to capitalize on his situation. Maybe the Astros have have offered him something, but just kind yeah. of behind the. But they don't the tell court, it. Yeah. They
0: don't tell everybody. So.
1: So, yeah, so, so get I this. was
0: wondering, like, do you think mm-hmm.
1: the the
0: cloud hanging over the Astros I th- is, is stopping them from signing anyone?
1: Cause, now, Lunaus, um, you know, Lunaus said that, that that's not stopping them from going out and making moves, that that's not what is, like, hindering them. But I'm wondering if agents are telling players – don't worry about the Astros right now. Let's, let's let the chips fall where they may. Um, you know, I mean, I don't know. I was looking at, but you have all these
0: rumors of playoff bans and all that. Why would, right. Like, I mean, what if they're in their head, like we might get banned from the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I just like, why would
0: I want to spend? Well, here's the thing: 18 million on a pitcher for a one year deal. And we can't even make the playoffs
1: well if you want to if you want to devalue a ball club in your thirty team league, um, the best way to do it was would be to automatically disqualify them from the playoffs and you want to talk about a ticket drop off and a revenue drop off um, I think it would be it would
0: be stupid
1: yeah i think I think MLB would be foolish um you know kind of like kind of like making a team go to another league before they let an owner buy them. you know, kinda like that. You know what the Astro you know what the Astros would
0: become? What's that? They would become the University of Central Florida. <laughs> That's what they would become if they were a playoff band. Oh, we man. we could we could have the best record of the American League and then we would be like, we are the American <laughs> League champs. That's how it would be.
1: And we can make shirts and say we are I, the champions. I, yeah.
0: I would watch the games And I would be like, yeah, mm." like if if we weren't in trouble, we could we could be the champs. You're not the real champs. You're the asterisk champs. We're the real champs. And I'm like you. I mean, I I haven't thought about it in
1: that way yet, but I totally agree. I totally agree with you, dude. Yeah, totally. So hey, um, I was looking up while you were talking. Ryu's market on um on a sport track. His market value is at right at twenty seven point six million. Ain't going to happen. Ain't going to yeah, happen. Yeah, so he ain't going to be an Astro.
0: <laughs> so there's probably a big drop-off between 8 and 10. Yeah. Because Keiko wanted like 25, and I don't know how much the draft pick hurt him last year. Right. But he ended up getting like 13 or something. He got less than the qualifying offer, but he also didn't play all season. Right. But uh, so – I mean, his thing can't be more than 13, 13, maybe 15 at the most. So. I've got it. Yeah. So
1: what is, that, so what that's is like a, that's like a $12 million drop off. Just see so number eight, number 10. What is, what is Keiko's market value right now? That's what you, I'm asking you. Oh, it's 20.7 million. Hmm. That's his market value. According to now it's according to sporttrack.com.
0: See, he's affordable. But that's yeah. it. You go down the lot, you got on the list. I don't know if you could find Rich Hill. Rich Hill, he's, did he he's play for the Dodgers? At, yes, he's on here at 16. Okay. There's another see. pitcher, Will Smith, not the Will Smith that you called Will Harris earlier. <laughs> right. But Will Smith, I had talked about him being on the radar and he signed with the Braves.
1: Rich Hill has zero market value. I don't know what that means. I uh, I, I think he's Oh, no. Yeah, I thought he got signed by somebody. Maybe he did. My paper is outdated and horrible. I don't No, no. I'm just – no, no. he's an unrestricted free agent, but there's no market. It says dude, – dude, he made $18, he made 18 no million. Wait.
0: He's he had a three, good.
1: Yeah, he had a three-year $48 million deal. It's just – it's not showing a market value for some reason. Dude, I don't know how to read this website. Uh, I'm sorry if we're boring the listeners. <laughs> so
0: number nineteen, yes, Dylan Belatansis, that okay from the Yankees. Yes, how sweet would it be for us to get that dude? And it, oh, I mean, yeah. I don't know how great he is. I know he was really, really good at one time.
1: Yeah, and then he's kind of he's kind of fallen uh, yeah. off.
0: But wouldn't it be great if they signed him for a cheap deal, fixed him a little bit, and yeah. dominated the Yankees? I think that would be nice. I, I I'm that kind of vindictive person that I would just do that.
1: Oh yeah, like like put the screws to him and like win Game Six of the ALCS. Yeah, um, yeah, that would be awesome.
0: So number eighteen on the list is Will Harris. The okay. Will Harris, and I think that should have been number one priority. And you would think that they would simply easily come to an agreement. And I don't know what Will Harris's ballpark figure is anymore. Right, I would say I don't even know what he made last year, but how much would Will Harris be worth? He's pretty good, right? I mean, maybe thirteen. I don't know how much bull. I I don't know a lot about how much people are worth. You know? so
1: so here's the thing: he made, he, you know, he only had a one-year deal. He had a he made four point two million last year. Four point two. So I'm wondering how much he's going to jump up to.
0: That him and the Astros could. You would think four point two, hey, you're pretty damn good. Let's give you seven.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: but why can't they get that done? Why haven't they done it yet?
1: I don't know. I mean honestly. Maybe maybe him
0: and Chirinos are waiting around. Maybe they got deals ready and they're like, well, let's hear that. They unleash the penalty on you, then we'll we'll sign them contracts.
1: I think with Will Harris, I mean, I honestly wouldn't mind paying him between nine and eleven million a year, to be honest with you. I think he's worth it. Yeah, he's very, very good.
0: He's, uh, I mean, he's the best, best guy in the bullpen last yeah. year. I mean, besides
1: that, how many, really, really awesome three or four months that uh, Osuna had? Right? He's only missed he's only missed forty three days total. Um, he was out, I think, for like two weeks. Um, I'm a Will Harris w- fan. Yeah, he was out in 2017 for four weeks time total but that was it. That's the only season that he's been injured. So he's missed half of what Correa's missed in a full season.
0: <laughs> All right. So there's a few more pictures yes. down here. Uh, I'm not going to go over them. Okay. Let's I, – I, I've got us on a clock. Okay. 13 minutes. Yes, sir. 13 minutes. Okay, let me go back to my mailbox. And I – well let's do this first. Oh shit, that's the wrong one. Um that's, that's like the third podcast I've cussed on. All right. Mm-hmm. So so the the uh winter meetings were going on in San Diego, and I, I really didn't learn this till the other day, but the last day of winter meetings is when they have the rule five draft. I didn't know that. So they picked up the Astros lost three guys. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, Right-handed pitcher, Brandon Bailey, second overall pick to the Baltimore Orioles. Hmm. Uh, Johan Ramirez, sixth overall pick to Seattle. And then Boston picked up shortstop Jonathan Aruz or Arrows. I'm not sure what it says, but uh, two of the top six picks. And Brandon Bailey, uh, where did it say that at? Let me see. Astros acquired Bailey in a trade with Oakland. Yes. For Ramon Laureano.
1: Right, who's actually turned out to be pretty good.
0: That one, yes. They always talk about how bad that. So just think about weird stuff like that. So they make a trade, and then this guy turns out to be really good, and then they lose the guy in a Rule Five draft that they traded for him.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ramirez
0: is 24, throws in the high 90s, and they have startling command, which I'm taking as bad, 13.4 Ks per nine, Yeah. 74 walks, and he hit 15 guys. So (laughs) so I'm taking startling as bad. Aruz, 21, came to Houston in the Ken Giles trade. Okay. So what do you think? Now I'm gonna let you talk. I'm okay. i to okay. get all my information out there. You know. Yeah. So Brandon Bailey, second overall pick to the Baltimore Orioles. What do you hear? What do you think about that when you when you hear the Baltimore Orioles picked up one of our guys?
1: Well, I mean, the Baltimore Orioles need everything, anything, and everything they could get. I could probably take a couple players that I had two years ago on a team that went 12-0 and in Little League. I'm sure they're like 12 now. But they could probably use them as well. But this Brandon Bailey guy, when you look at him, um, what he's done, um, the amount of strikeouts he's amassed, he's got quite a bit of um, – he's got, you know, experience in the minor leagues. Um, he seemed to have a decent year. He was only four and five. But I think Brandon Bailey, out of those three, are the only real loss right now of note. Now, unless one of the other two does something amazing, I don't think the third guy you mentioned, Jonathan Arruz or whatever, I don't don't know that he's got much there. Now, the Johan Ramirez guy. um, Wild thing. Wild thing, yeah. He's going to come in with his (laughs) sleeves torn off. Exactly, yeah, with like the haircut and everything major league yeah yeah exactly that's
0: what, that's why I picked her. now
1: I mean I mean hey, he did register 13.4 strikeouts but I guess that's you good. have a I guess you better have a face guard though it's because everybody's scared <laughs> nobody's they're
0: they're striking out uh standing there they're not even swinging they're just standing yeah there scared to death
1: I had a kid like that on my little league football team this year a kid was from Scotland never played baseball in his life we had two players get hit back-to-back, back, one in the neck, one in the middle of the back, and like the rest of the season, he was ruined. He was like, I had to push him into the batter's box each game, each at-bat, because the poor kid was afraid of the ball. But anyways, mm-hmm. um, you know, Brandon Bailey, um, I think is probably the only player of note that might have an impact on a major league roster. Um, But he is going to Baltimore. So the thing is about this Rule 5 draft is they have to stay on the 25-man roster the entire year. Did you know that? 26-man roster. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 26. But they have to stay on the roster all season long. Or they got to give them back. Exactly. I so, see, what, see, I read that they have to give them back. Yeah, they do. But,
0: but, what I, but what I've read in the rules is they have to offer them back. Oh, I see. Okay. For $50,000. So they have to pay the Astros $100,000 to take these guys. Wow. So they they aren't getting them for free. Okay. okay. So what what I had read, and you're spot on, and I'm going to give you a 100 for this, is I didn't write it down, but one of the stories I read, it said Brandon Bailey is the most Major League Baseball ready. So you're talking about a guy that hits 15 guys that has no command, throws in the high 90s, and he's got to stay on the roster hmm. the whole year in Major League Baseball. But now they have that extra roster to hold these dudes. And uh, But if it doesn't work out, they just give him back. I don't know if they could just say they go to spring training. They're like, nah, because that's how we lost DeShino, DeShino DeLino DeShields, mm-hmm. that they, the Delano to Shields that the Rangers took him from us. And he actually stuck with them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if these guys are going to work out, like you said, on the bottom. But that one guy's pretty young. He's only played one season. He's played one season of, of professional baseball. So right. maybe they see some. I mean, to see something in a kid like that and have to keep them on on the roster is is crazy. It is crazy. So let me ask you this. So I had my guest lined up. And I'll go ahead and tell everybody.
1: Okay, tell us who it I, is, Rob.
0: I, I, I just don't want to be embarrassed if he never comes on. But, and people may not care. But I think it's a big deal. I think it's cool of them. But if you watched spring training last year, you, like me, you were probably impressed by two young men that you may not have ever heard of. It was Abraham Toro which I think it was Toro Hernandez in spring training and he, and he dropped it and Nick Tantel. They both were third baseman. Nick Tantel, I believe plays second also. And Toro actually got called up this year. Yes. But they, they had amazing spring training seasons last year. And when we had injuries, I was thinking, Hey, maybe Nick Tantel can come up. But anyway, like I'm trying to find guests for my show. And most of the famous people, they have, you go to their page and you can't message them. Right. You can't message them, so you just have to, like, add them. And they, all, they always ignore you. And so I sent a message to him and asked him if he wanted to be on the podcast. And he's like, sure, I'll do it. So anyway, I wanted to have him on. The reason I wanted to have him on on Sunday is so that mm-hmm. I could ask him his opinion about the Rule 5 draft. Okay. Because this is my thought of it. And I know I'm rambling on as two-man thing today. No, man, but, it's all good.
1: You're but good. this
0: is what I was thinking. I was like, God, I hope they don't get him. Like, God. Because so, I had read a story where this guy was projecting who the Astros are going to protect. Because they had, like, four or something roster spots left on the 40-man. Mm-hmm so they could protect them, and and Nick Tantalou wasn't one of them. Mm. But he was predicted to be one, and I thought they were going to because I was like, they don't want to lose this guy. This guy hit 295. I mean, this guy has a career average in minor league baseball, almost 300. It's 290-something. Two, it's I mean, he's an amazing player. He had a great spring training. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just – I can't even think of the word for it, but he's been really cool with me responding to me so I I I thought about it and I was like you know what I I I would think these guys would be like no 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 don't pick me you know I I want to be with the Astros but I thought about it I was like these guys get picked in the rule five draft I was kind of thinking like we steal you and we'll put you on our minor league team but no they go to the major leagues and so I was thinking like, well, yeah, I think they all would want to be on it. I mean, they would all want to get drafted. It's kind of like, here's your chance. Because you're, like you said, you're in the major leagues. You're not, you have to be in the major leagues next year. And so I, I text him a question, not text him, but I sent him a question on Twitter this afternoon when I got home. And I, I said, can I ask you a question? And then I asked, asked him on without him saying yes. Did you want to be selected in the Rule 5 draft today? And he put, any opportunity is good. So they see it as an opportunity.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. So, hey, man, he answered your question. It's a first step in the right direction. Yeah. Now, um, if I can say this, um, on my podcast, hopefully I'll be getting Josh Rojas back on. You know, Samuel and I, my son, interviewed three Astros minor leaguers this summer and Rojas was in that trade with um, Zach Grinky, yeah. um, and now that he's with the Diamondbacks, now he's not in the Astros system anymore. But I figured we could catch up with him, and I could find out how he's doing. And who were the other two? Um, it was Brandon Belak and Colin McKee. Okay, so so to, so to be eligible for the Rule Five, you have to be like
0: four seasons if you're after nineteen, and I think it's five. Before, I mean, yeah, at eighteen, right? So I would just wonder, like, wh- what's the situation on the other two guys? Right? Are they still in the Are they still with us? They oh, get... oh, um, Colin McKee
1: and Belak, I believe, are still with the Astros. They're really good pitchers, right? Yeah, um, maybe, Mc- maybe they're yeah. just too young to be taken. Well, they haven't yeah. been here long enough. And you know what's cool? Belak actually played college ball with with um, with the BGOS with uh with um kevin
0: yeah so let me ask you this let me ask you this i I guess the astros know the market maybe because it seems like there's a lot of good third baseman because that super jack dude is protected on the 40-man roster and that's what i was thinking i was like why would you protect that guy nobody's gonna want him right but I mean he has really good minor league numbers, but if you saw him in the major leagues, you're like, nobody's gonna want that guy. And I was thinking they need to protect Nick Tanaloo. And I was just but nobody picked him. Like, mm-hmm. how did the Astros know that nobody was gonna take him? You think that's what they did? They're like, We need to select the guy. I know you gotta select the guys you wanna keep, but you also have well, to ga- you have to gamble with who do you think people right. won't take.
1: No, right. No, I think I think that's I think that's true. Um, I'm pretty sure they have every kind of scout or people listening talking to different organizations and they basically know it's it's kinda like when it's it's probably the same with recruiting for like college football or whatever. Um you know if your opponents are looking at certain positions and certain players and so maybe you don't concentrate as much in your like recruiting to certain players cuz you already know they're considering you. So you don't really mess with them. And mm-hmm. that may be kind of the same thing with the rule 5 draft where you know people aren't really looking at guys like Tanalu and stuff because maybe the maybe what he plays or maybe what he does, maybe there's a surplus of it out there. So yeah. he's more kind of like shaded by just other people that are at his level. Maybe a little bit better or whatever, and it may be a an issue of saturation of where he plays or what he does at that time of the market.
0: Yeah, currently he plays
1: second and third. Yeah, I think there's a I think there's a pretty good saturation right now of third baseman, especially third baseman league. I mean, that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, maybe they looked at
0: like how many people need a third baseman. Not very many.
1: How I mean, many people want to hold a guy on the roster that's never going to play? I mean, you know, Rob, just in our division, we've got now we've got Bregman, Chapman, and Rendon. We've got three of the best defensive third basemen all in one division. That's insane. Exactly. So,
0: okay. So, what I told him, I wrote him back and I said, I said, uh, I didn't want you to go. I can't remember what I wrote because I didn't copy that part. But I was like, I, I, I said something like, I, I didn't want you to go, but I would have been happy for you. Right. And he wrote back, thank you, with an exclamation point. But let me just give you this. Okay. This one disclaimer, because it could still happen, but he was trying to do it, the, the, and, he, and you know how the Anchor app is. He said it kept kicking him off. Yes. But he's downloaded the Anchor app, I know that for sure. Okay. Because I, I found him on there. And so, I mean, it could be a, it could be a deal.
1: But we'll, we'll see.
0: Well, but, man, I, but, but I was going to ask him about the Rule 5 draft and a bunch of cool other stuff. But, and I think it's going to happen someday.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think it will. Um, you know, I know Rojas promised me another interview after he got back from Hawaii. That was Monday. So yeah. I've contacted him again. I'm going to wait for him. I'm sure he's busy doing things. So just be patient with him. I think the fact that he responded to you um, is definitely a plus, and especially he knows you're like, hey, man, you just sound like a good guy or whatever, and you're like a fan of mine. I think that will probably go a long way. And, I mean, dude, you hit 70,000 um, listens. So, I mean, yeah. why wouldn't he want to come on? So
0: uh, I was kind of thinking this too. Now I'm just talking me and you. Yeah, um, it's like Carlos Correa, Alex Bregman. None of these guys are going to come on our show. But, but like, or, what or if are they? I'm maybe. But like, what if this guy does? What if Rojas does? Now, Rojas is actually a major league baseball yeah, player. Exactly. Now, what about if Josh Rojas turns into an all star? Is he going to forget about H Town Wheelhouse? Or have y'all made a connection that's going to last? Is he going to remember that you were interested in meeting him? You were interested in taking pictures with him. You were interested in interviewing him right. before, before anybody
1: else cared. And, you know, the first time we interviewed him, and it was in the rules that we couldn't ask for autographs, but we didn't even try to get an autograph. Like, we didn't, it didn't even come up. So yeah. that I think that scored me points with him big time, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I didn't know. I took a ball with a pen and everything to get the, to get <laughs> to get my guys to do it. But man, that would have been what what a baseball that would have been. Like the guy said, they're not supposed to do it, but you know, they might do it. Right. And uh, but I would have had a baseball with uh Kyle Tucker, Miles Straw, wow. Garrett Stubbs, and uh man, who's the third guy? The pitcher, the big guy that's failing. Oh, um, the uh one from here, the one from San Antonio. Oh, Whitley. Yeah, I'd have had a baseball with all
1: four of those guys, dude. Could you imagine that? So, are you gonna? Are you gonna? (laughs) Is this gonna be on the show, or is this just you and me talking? No, this is on the show. Okay. So, um, did you say? Did you like? I was was. What I
0: meant by that was the script is over.
1: Oh, the, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Okay, we're so, still in the podcast, but okay, I don't have any
0: more, I don't have any more bullet points.
1: Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I just, you know, um, you know, Rob. This, this, this off season, I think has, I think the end of the season and the off season has been a head spinning, just, just weird moment as an Astros fan because we went from being like the crescendo. And hitting like new highs with our ball club, to now everybody wants to delegitimize us because yeah. of this cloud. I just wish they would investigate, get it over with, and be done with it because there's this waiting. It's like I'm hearing that the investigation could go into the next season and they won't finish until like mid season. I'm like, but why? They've interviewed hundreds of people in search 76,000 emails or 67,000, something crazy. That's like, how I feel.
0: I, 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 just stupid. I don't even care how bad it is. Just get it over with.
1: Yeah, come on. I,
0: I want this to end. And I don't care what anybody says. And I think it's going to be totally hilarious if it isn't as severe as all
1: these people wish it is. Oh, huh? man. I, man. It's going to be great. It I'm is. Gonna,
0: I'm going to have a field day on
1: Twitter. Dude, I'm going to. I'm gonna I'm gonna be popping bottles like uh, Bregman said. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, Rob. Hey man, thank for having me. I appreciate
0: me on. you uh, coming back on the show. Yeah,
1: I appreciate you. You are one
0: hundred A plus. I give you A plus <laughs> Well thanks for being a guest.
1: I give you an A plus plus.
0: I enjoyed the conversation. Yes, sir. I too. enjoyed having you on. It was really great, buddy.
1: Well, hey man, thanks. Um, can you just uh, share? Can I share with the with the, with the followers about our um, Astros fanatics page? Have you have you mentioned that before to them? I mention it every time. Awesome, man. Well, hey guys, check us out. We're bring on a, um, another writer. Going to get him started the next week or two. Um, my boy Bobby B came on with us, and Rob. I mean, it was really Rob's brainchild, and he um, he brought me on, so I appreciate that. Um, so Astros fanatics on, online, if y'all are on Facebook, check out Stroh's four one, one, always positive, always Stroh's. That is my page. It is a positive, um, social media outlet. And I'll obviously keep checking out this podcast. You can check out mine. It's H wheelhouse. It's not as cool as Rob's, but still we try to do some pretty neat things over there. And
0: I was thinking this as well. Um, I'm available to be a guest on yours. You know, if you, if you need a if if you need a very knowledgeable, cool guest, I'm here for you.
1: I may do that. I may I may have you be my my uh, pre like pre hype show before I interview Joshua Haas.
0: How's Sounds that? good.
1: All right, man. all right, buddy.
0: We'll see you next time. All right, Rob, and we'll see you next time, listeners. We thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Astros baseball.